You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Bustin' Bust Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host, Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. Let's get to the minor leagues and to MLB Pipeline's new top 100 prospects list that they put out. They re-ranked all the organizations finally with the draft players added. And for the Nationals, they have dropped Dylan Cruz in as the new number one prospect ahead of James Wood with Brady House third in the system and injured right-hander Cade Cavalli and Elijah Green your remainder of the top five. Six through ten is a pretty big shakeup as well. Dalen Lyle, who was one of the biggest movers up the board in any system, according to Jim Callis of MLB Pipeline, all the way up to six in the Nats system. So this is my guy that I've been talking about all season, Tobe. We've covered him well on this pod. He's finally getting love here. Yoani Morales, the number seven prospect in the system, was the University of Miami third baseman. They just drafted in the second round uh, in the 40th pick. You and I both saw him this weekend and uh, go back and listen to the last pod for our takeaways on Morales. He was uh, really impressive at third base. Robert Hassel has moved down the board to eight. Uh, He's at double A where he's homered in each of the last two games. He's really broken out. I tweeted this tonight, but he had two homers in his first 51 games this season in the minors. He's got six homers in his last 39 games. I think it is now. And then rounding out the top 10, Christian Vaccaro, who's in rookie ball, an 18-year-old who they spent a bunch of money on internationally last year. And Jake Bennett, the lefty, they drafted in the second round out of the same high school in the same college, Oklahoma, as his former teammate Cade Cavalli is number 10 in the system. His numbers this year, the 22-year-old lefty, were awesome. Uh, He was just cruising through a ball. Uh, He hasn't pitched in a while, though, and... The Nats haven't really commented on what's going on with him, but a 170 RA, 56 innings, 70 strikeouts, 218 average again. So that's your top 10. Uh, Travis Socorro, who they just drafted and paid a bunch of money to at a high school in uh, rookie ball soon enough. Um, 11, Garland Susan at 12, Jackson Rutledge 13. Trey Lipscomb has been on an absolute tear into the uh, top 14 now. And Kevin Made, who they acquired from the Cubs with DJ Hers, are ranked 15 and 16 respectively. 
Yeah, I think it's interesting seeing Elijah Green still at five. I know some people are really down on him, but you know it's nice to see him there. Hopefully he can get back to Fredericksburg soon so you can at least see some of that. But really cool to see Dalen Lyle get that jump, someone that we've talked about plenty on the podcast. And I think he deserved that jump, and now you're getting to see some of that recognition. The guy I want to keep an eye out for that – He's had a couple of homers in the last couple of games here as we tape here on Thursday night. Robert Hassel, he's down at number eight for the team. You know, we, we've talked about him a ton, so I don't want to spend too, too much time on him. But if he can get back to being that solid floor guy that we all expected when they traded for him, that could be an extra boost that really has kind of fallen off this season. You know, getting Cruz and Wood to be one and two, and I believe number four and number seven in the top 100 overall. They're obviously going to be the stars, but if you can get an extra outfielder that's Robert Hassel, that's the solid floor guy that you know, can be a bottom of the lineup or top of the order type bat that just hangs around for a while and comes back and bees the guy that is the guy that we thought he was going to be when they traded for him out of San Diego, I think that would be nice to see this season as well. But again, I think the big one, like you mentioned, the guy that got the biggest jump is Dalen Lyle, and it's really cool to see that he's getting the recognition that really we've tried to give him as much as we could here on bust and lose baseball. Yeah. I mean, it's just indicative of if you produce enough in the minor leagues, people are going to take notice. Another guy that went way up the board, you know, lesser in that he's in the middle of the pack from the top 30, but uh, how about the little engine who could here? Jake Alou, who's yeah. starting at the big league level at third base as a 26 year old, now up to 17 uh, in the system. Cole Henry, who I always root for and pull for in the top 20 still, but fell to 19 ahead of uh, Andrew Pinckney, who's the player of the league. A week in A ball, hitting over 420 with a 700 slug and a 1200 OPS to start his career, fourth round pick uh, out of Alabama. But yeah, Hassel has really come on and is starting to hit for more power, which is huge to see. I know they were getting frustrated and just wanted to see some of that impact damage production that they knew he he was capable of. And, and they're going to want him to go lift and get bigger and, and more physically imposing, I'm sure, and, and hit more, not just home runs, but, you know, hit more pitches middle of the plate he could do damage with and get those good swings off at the right time uh, going into next season and what will be obviously his final time in the minors and, and eventually um, into the big leagues sometime next year. Um, just trying to think of some other uh, notable things here uh, with Dylan Cruz. He did Homer. We talked about that. Uh, he subsequently hit a grand slam since we taped our last pod. So Homer in two of his first three uh, pro games. He's now added a couple games the last few nights to the ledger. So it's two out of five total. Um, Wood has actually gone deep in back-to-back -back games as we tape on Thursday, hit a homer on Wednesday and on Thursday. So he's up to 20 home runs despite playing Toby at two affiliates where you really got to crush the ball to get it out. I mean, that's a, you know, mid thirties, like a 33, 34 home run pace basically at the big league level. And it's not like he's playing in hitter friendly park. So I, you know, I know he's had some strikeout issues. The K rate has gone way up, and there's some more swing and miss than we thought. He's he's up to almost 130 strikeouts this year, which is fairly alarming. That said, you know, the, the home run power that he's displayed at those ballparks is pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious that he's got easy power. You just see him one time and realize how big he is. I mean, his first home run at double A, we got to see a buoy and seemed like a nice, soft, easy swing, and he hit just an absolute moonshot that – not many people can hit. So 
the power is very obvious with him. If he can continue to work on things and make sure he doesn't strike out too much, obviously that'd be ideal, but the power is never going to be a question with James Wood. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Uh, Let's see what else. Brady House, you mentioned, is into the top 50 at 46, I believe it was. Am I right about that? Uh, I believe it's 43. I'll double check for you. Okay, 43 in the top 50. Um, Lakewood is 20. You're younger than Cruz, who's 21. Um, I think all three of these guys will be on the same team at some point in the minors uh, next year, assuming James Wood doesn't graduate too quickly. But what I'm hoping for is if Dylan Cruz can put together a week or two um, this year where he just shines and really looks like he's figured it out in some way. No, ideally um, you'd be able to move him really quick at the start of next season. And, and perhaps he and Wood and house could all be in AAA together, you know, in the first half of the season at some point waiting for a call. Um, but house is what a year he's had three twelve average with an eight seventy OPS for him this season. And just, he's got 70 uh, sub 70 strikeouts you know, nine home runs. His power is still coming in game. He shows it off in batting practice. Cavalli, who's just had a lost season with the injury, will be back next year. And what an addition he'll be, you know, in that rotation with Gray and with Gore, with what we've seen. And, you know, who knows? Maybe Jake Irvin uh, is in the rotation at that point. By the end of the year, perhaps Jake Bennett is added to the mix. Um, they're in a good place there. Lyle's further away, 20 years old and an A-plus ball, but he'll be the next wave with Yoandi Morales, perhaps, and uh, and Christian Vaquero. You know, at some point here soon, I'd like to think he'll get to Fredericksburg to finish the summer out. Maybe when they bump up, you know, Cruz and a couple of the guys there, he, he could go to A-ball and start playing. Uh, but he gets on base a lot. His on-base percentage is almost 400. His OPS, 775 in rookie ball right now. Yeah, the one guy I want to talk about is Brady House. We sometimes... We mention him a lot on this podcast, but sometimes it's almost like an afterthought because of how cool it is to have Dylan Cruz in a Nats uniform and how awesome it is to see the majestic home runs you see from James Wood. But Brady House, pretty much since he's been drafted, all he's done is hit when he's healthy. When he's not healthy, it's an issue, and that's part of why he dropped out of the top 100 at the beginning of the season because of his struggles with injuries last year and you know his numbers while he was dealing with those injuries. But now you're seeing him healthy again. That's going to be the main thing. I think getting him through here is making sure you can keep him healthy all the way to the major leagues because all he's done since he's been healthy is hit. If he can stay healthy, you know, this is a guy that has lots of potential at third base to really help out this team. So I think the big thing for Brady House as we continue on here is manage his health, be extra careful with him, make sure you can keep him healthy so that way he doesn't have setbacks if he has injuries and just keep him healthy, and I think that you'll see this guy in the majors pretty soon, and I think he's going to be a stud for this team. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I'm just texting with someone here and and was asking, when's the last time the Nats have had three top 50 prospects? Um, And this is someone who's got all kinds of good intel and nuggets on the Nationals when I need it. And they said 2016, uh, Giolito, Trey Turner, Victor Robles were all in the top 35. 
Mm. Um, so it's been that long. You're talking about seven years. Now you look back at that time and obviously they flipped Giolito. Turner became a star and Robles was a disappointment. So I guess you could, you know, assume that that could happen again. One guy may not pan out, but I just thought that was interesting. It's been seven years since they had three guys in the top 50. Yeah. And one thing I'm trying to find this cause I tweeted it out a couple of days ago. One thing that I thought was crazy was they were looking back at the top prospects. Here it is. Fangraph's top five prospects in 2018. Number one was Shohei Otani. Number two, Ronald Acuna. Number three, Vlad Jr. Number five was Fernando Tatis. And number four was one Victor Robles. It's like, how did Victor, Victor was up there with those guys? It's, it's obviously been disappointing with, what Victor's become, but kind of crazy to look back and see those sort of things. But yeah, first time in a long time, Grant, that this team has had that caliber, that number of that caliber of prospect in this organization. So exciting times for the Nats. Why has it been disappointing, Toby? I think he's on par with those guys, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he's in the same conversation as Shohei. <laughs> yeah, I would I would redo the list now because Robles is probably more like second, you know, behind Shohei and then a <laughs> Cunha is a little bit behind him. Vladdy after that. Yeah, I think that's probably more like what the list. Who am I forgetting? Who was the other guy in the top five there? Uh, Vlad Jr., Ronald Acuna, yeah. uh, Fernando Tatis. Oh, Tatis. Yeah, he'd be fifth because Robles is second for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I'm kidding because I care. 